everyone. Welcome to the Oracle's podcast, The Muse. I'm Kate. And I'm Sophia. And today we have two conversations, one with senior Brenda Yeager and junior Amr Subastava. And they're talking to us today about their passion for music. Keep listening to find more. So we're here with Amr and he's a junior at Gunn and he's in a band. Amr, would you want to tell us what your band's called and what kind of music you guys do? Yeah, so my band's called the Purple Hearts Club and we do a lot of like rock and uh, alternative music. And um, what do you most enjoy about music? I think I enjoy about music is the fact that it allows you to express things that you wouldn't normally be able to express with um, any other medium. Like it allows you to express emotions that you maybe are unable to express with your own words. So how did your band get started? Could you tell us the backstory and why you decided to create it? Yeah, so, uh, well, some backstory on me is I started playing piano when I was like seven years old. So I've always been into music. Um, and then I picked up a guitar when I was in like ninth grade. And uh, a friend of mine, Arush, he's been my friend since like elementary school. Uh, he started playing drums around the same time. And uh, one day he just came over and we started playing some music together. And uh, we figured out that we actually played pretty well together. So we looked for uh, some other members of our band. And we just decided to, at first it was just for fun. We we're just going to play music and stuff. We started getting more serious about it and writing a lot of music. And um, what genre do you guys like to do? We like to do a wide variety of stuff. I mean, um, we generally like to play more like uh, like punk stuff as well as like softer things, um, like ranging from like Wallows to like Nirvana is a kind of type of music that we play. So would you say that the music that you listen to influences the music that you write and play or do you kind of do your own thing? Oh yeah, hundred percent. The music I listen to really ins- uh, inspires me to, especially when I write music, I tend to be inspired by whatever it is I'm listening to at the moment. Yeah. Do you guys mostly um, write music or perform covers? We most uh, we're a lot more focused on original music. We do uh, play some covers, and then in the meantime, when there's a little bit of a lull between when we're writing songs, um, but we're mainly focused on writing music. So who were your major like influences? Who are the bands that you cite as people who inspire you? Me personally, um, Nirvana is one of my favorite bands of all time. And uh, Kurt Cobain has always been a really big inspiration for me, both with singing and with um, guitar. But uh, also like Radiohead and um, like Pink Floyd. And then this one band uh, called like Slipknot are my biggest influences. Okay, yeah, nice. Um- would you mind taking us through like your process on how you write a song? Just kind of like explaining it a little bit. Totally. Specific example too of a song. Okay, hundred percent. So uh, for me, it it kind of varies. Like I, I've written many different songs in many different ways, um, but generally, I just pick up one of the instruments that I play and I just sort of start messing around until I hear something that I really like, and I start building off on that. Um, I mean, one example I can give you is that uh, this one song I'm working on for our band's upcoming EP. Uh, I was listening to this song by Radiohead, and I liked the piano that he was playing in it. So I got on my piano. I just started playing something like that. I wanted to play something somewhat similar. And then I ended up um, just, like, messing around for, like, an hour until I found something that I really liked, and I started playing that. Uh, and then I, like, recorded it, and I added guitar and all that stuff. So then it just it all just kind of comes after that. 
So when you're thinking about like, if you're like adding lyrics and stuff, does that come afterwards? So you develop the bass for the song and like the melody? Yeah, it depends. I mean, I have uh, like a whole notebook full, a couple a couple notebooks full of like lyrics and stuff. So um, if I have lyrics and I start writing a song that I think matches lyrics I already have, I'll use those lyrics. But generally I'll write a song and then I'll have the lyrics come after. Okay, yeah. Would you say that it's a collaborative process between you and your other bandmates, or do you guys mostly work on individual um, songs? I would say it's a bit of a mix. So, for example, I would write, like, a song on the instruments that mainly use, like, writing the instruments that I play. So I play, like, piano and guitar. So I'd mainly be writing, like, the lead guitar and, like, keyboard parts of the song. And then I would maybe add some some parts for, like, bass or drums. Um, I'm not very good at writing drums. And then I would send it to... Um, to my band or show it to them whenever we meet and uh they would write their most of their own parts would be written by, them, by themselves do you think that it makes the songs more unique that everyone contributes their own part to it um or do you think like it affects the cohesion of the song at all uh, i think it makes the song more unique when uh when each person is free to do whatever they want to do on their instrument um because it creates sort of a unique uh, like signature sound to each person. And I feel like each, uh, each, everyone, every musician has a different um, style of playing whatever instrument it is they play and allowing them to do what it is that they want to do lets them like showcase that. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, what do you guys do about writer's block? Do you have any specific strategies? Uh, yeah, writer's block is something that I'm sure any creative gets, uh, gets stuck on a lot, especially with music um I don't know what they do but me personally uh for me writer's block is more like not being able to branch out outside of one genre and I get kind of stuck in one genre and I'm not able to write within it uh I tend to listen try to listen to new music and find new music uh anywhere else to start listening to get new inspiration and then from that I kind of derive new music and are you self-taught or have you been taking lessons for piano, I took lessons for quite a few years. Guitar, I've been like completely self-taught. I took like a like a month of guitar lessons, but then I stopped. Um, and singing, I'm also self-taught. Um, what advice would you give to kids who are interested in like starting a band or starting getting into music? I would just say go for it. I mean, it doesn't even matter how good you are. All of us on our instruments are self-taught. Um, you don't have to have taken lessons for many years. You don't have to be the best player you don't have to be the best singer just as long as you have like drive for it and you have motivation and you really want to do it and you have stuff you want to write about and you really are into it you can anyone can do it so are you releasing your music on spotify or soundcloud and platforms like that can work yeah so we have uh right now we only have like two demo tapes out on uh like demo like singles out on spotify apple like all the streaming platforms spotify apple music soundcloud but we're definitely working on something a lot bigger right now. Okay. Um, do you think like you want to continue to pursue music um, in your future? Yeah, yeah, actually. So, um, you know, as a junior, I'm starting to think about college and I'm, I'm, I'm applying to music school, like uh, for music composition for film and TV and whatnot. So for my career, what I would want to do is like write music for movies and stuff like oh, that. Oh, wow, yeah. That's super cool. Um, I know that music plays like a really big part in movies and like giving off the emotion that characters have. So um, if you want to, 
if you want to like play one of your songs that you've written and then take us through kind of what you were thinking when you wrote it we could do that um and we'll just like edit the music in later um, yeah yeah play we'll it, play. edit it to make it louder yeah so maybe just take us through like a little snippet of a song and tell us how you wrote it yeah uh i'm gonna play it on piano because my guitar amp is actually broken is that cool sure all right um give me a second i have to set i have to like set up my like like yeah like Sophia, we can just mute while he's like playing so there's no yeah no problem let me just uh like set up my phone in like a way that can actually all right all right cool so um this is a this is a song that i don't i haven't like had any use for yet i've just kind of been um messing around with it a little bit so it's just me um... Should I turn up higher? Whoa, that was really good. Yeah, that was really good. So um, what, what's been your thought process so far, like in writing that? Uh, so this one, um, less for my band and more for like a solo thing that I'm doing, maybe for like my portfolio when I apply to college. This one, um, I don't know if you guys have seen them. I, I think you might have, you probably have. Uh, have you seen La La Land? Mm-hmm. So like the theme for that one is, is kind of similar, actually. It's like and it's in the same it's in the same key and it has like a kind of similar sound to it like right yeah so i kind of was inspired by that song because that's one of my favorite songs to play on piano and i derived the like this sort of mood from that yeah i can definitely tell it sounds yeah yeah i can see the influence it's really good i really like it same that means a lot Okay, so I think that's it for questions. Um, do you want to just remind everyone where we can find you and where to check out your music? Yeah, so you can check us out on any streaming platform. Um, our band is called the Purple Hearts Club, and you can just find us on any streaming platform you want to. All right, cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much. So- a lot. After talking to Emmer, we decided to sit down with senior Brenda Yeager to find a new perspective on music. Check it out. So, thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it. How are you doing today? 
I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, so you're in jazz band and you play the drums, right? Yeah. Okay. So first off, maybe just talk a little bit about how you started getting into jazz. Okay. Um, yeah. So I first started playing percussion in band at um, Fletcher and um, I started to take drum lessons around the same time and I got a drum set. Um, so I kind of just like, um, I don't really know why, but I just like was drawn to drums. I just kind of liked just per lots of percussion instruments and being able to play them all. Um, but the reason I joined jazz band was because um, like um, my teacher at Fletcher, Mr. Dungan, he was like very um, like, uh, he really, he, he um, how do I say it? He was like very influential and he said that, you know, jazz band is a good way to um, get your skills up. So I thought, yeah, you know, I just started drum set and maybe I should join. So I just sort of started doing that and I just really liked it because it, it was like a smaller band and it felt more um, sort of intimate and it was cool because I liked the music. So yeah, that's kind of how well, I started. Okay, so did you have to audition to be in jazz band? Yeah, yeah I had to audition. Um, and uh yeah it was it was pretty um it was like all right i just had to play a little bit of you know swing and it wasn't really i don't think he rejected anyone he just sort of accepted everyone so that was cool that's fun um so then who would you say your biggest inspirations are in the genre in the genre yeah i really like miles davis and um tony williams his drummer um i just i could listen to like any of his um, uh, albums and just be totally like vibing. Also, um, let's see, some drummers. I really like Art Blakey, his solos are cool. Um, so like something that drummers have to do a lot is they sort of um, learn like these transcriptions, which are basically like solos that are written down. So I sort of, I like Art Blakey's solos and stuff. Um, I also really like jazz fusion in general, and there's this one drummer, Ari Honig, and he plays a lot of um, different um, like time signatures, you know, like seven, eight, these like unusual syncopations and stuff. So I sort I like that stuff. It's cool. Yeah. So would you say that you like listen to jazz music on the daily basis, like when you're working out or like just at home? Yeah, definitely. I, I try to listen to music um, every day. It's kind of hard sometimes to listen when I'm studying because I kind of get distracted by the music. But um, yeah, when I'm going for a walk or um, working out, jazz is super great. It definitely, um, for me, like I know a lot of people think that ja like feel jazz is like very calming, but for me, it actually kind of like excites me. It's sort of like, it kind of hypes me up. Well, I guess it depends. Like, you know, if it's like a slow ballad or something, yeah, that'll calm me down. But, you know, big band jazz um, kind of is pretty exciting for me. Yeah. That's very interesting because I feel like a lot of people when they're like working out, they're like, oh, I listen to rap music because like it, it gets me like hyped up and the beats, they make you keep going. Um, yeah. I'd never thought that jazz would be the same, like bring the same level of excitement. But maybe that's just for me because I never listen to jazz. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people listen to metal, too, when they work out. For me, like, I mean, I like metal, but I think metal is, like, I don't know. For me, it doesn't really get me hyped. It just sort of gets me, like, headbanging and stuff. So, you know, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so how would you say that jazz band is different um, in distance learning compared to how it was when we were in school? Yeah, um, it's definitely I sort of I miss playing with um, the other musicians and being able to hear the sound because um, in distance learning, we don't actually get to like hear each other. We just play to a, a backing track. Um, and we also don't get to play in real time. We just play like when we record stuff, we just listen to a backing track and we, we can't actually hear the other musicians in the track, but it's not really the same because you can't really like adapt your playing while they're playing. So um, it's definitely been different. You sort of have to, um, you sort of have to like, for us, like the rhythm section with bass, guitar, drums, and piano, um, it helps if like I lay down a track first um, or the bassist, and then we can sort of figure out like, you know, are we gonna be, you know, at the front of the beat or, the, you know, at the back of the beat, and then everyone else starts to record on top. So um, I would say it's it's like kind of cool though, because you get more of like a, you get more practice getting a good sound um, out of your instrument, and like I I recently sort of built up a home studio. I've got like um, acoustic pads and mics, so it's kind of cool to figure that out. We probably wouldn't have been able to um, do that in person because we don't really do a lot of recording or we didn't in the past. So it's it's very recording based in a way. I would yeah. definitely think that that's probably one of the hardest classes to do in a virtual setting because it's very group oriented. But would you say that it's helped like you improve your individual skills a lot more? Oh, 100%. I, I honestly feel like I have more time to practice what I what I need to practice because we have, so we have jazz, it's like an hour and 15 minutes and it's twice a week. So normally it would probably be like two hours a week. Um, no, sorry, two, no, four hours a week at school, but you'd be playing with everyone else and you'd have to be playing like all the same thing, but at home you can, it's like, you know, choose your own adventure. You can literally play whatever you want. Um, and so it's sort of like you can hone your individual skills and it's not really about adapting your skills to like other people around you, even though that is a good skill to have, but sometimes it's good to find your own sound and work with that. So it's been pretty cool. So then how does teacher feedback work? Like, cause did you get graded in that class? Yeah, um, we, if we, um, we, we do like uh, weekly assignments where, you know, he, he gives us like a chord progression and we record and we like uh, play a solo over it or a transcription and then we just send a video of ourselves playing it and then he grades it that's sort of how we get our feedback also the um recordings our final recordings he he like um sends comments to us to tell us oh maybe you should do this or something else so, yeah. cool so i know that you told me that you're going to college to do music so do you want to talk about like the audition process of applying to colleges for music and what that was like yeah sure um, yeah, so I'm, I was applying for a double major in most of my schools. So with the music, it was kind of felt like uh, I had two different deadlines. I had like the, you know, the regular one for my environmental program. And then I had like a, um, applying to the music schools. And so basically you just, uh, you, you pick, you know, I, I'm, I was applying for performance, performance major. So you pick the major and then they give you music to play or they ask you, there's like certain criteria. So like I was doing percussion and jazz. So like the percussion, you have to play like a snare drum um, piece. And then you also have to play mallet piece and then timpani if you have timpani. Um, and then for jazz, it was like, 
um, you play a bunch of different styles and then you do like, you know, you solo on top of like a 16 bar form. And um, for the recording process, I think the hardest part was getting a really good sound because my first round of recordings sounded so bad. Like I, I recorded it with Zoom and it was just awful. Like I couldn't even hear myself and it was like overloading the mics. So I had to work for a few months to get like a good sound. And then I was pretty happy with the the final result, and it, I think it sounded pretty good. And and I just sent the videos like that, and they, um, they, uh, um, the percussion directors and stuff, they gave me feedback, and they also some of them arranged to have a Zoom meeting with sort of like a Zoom lesson just to talk. And I think it was pretty cool. Um, I'm not sure how different it is because of um, shelter in place, because I feel like a lot of people auditioning for colleges they might be auditioning across the country, so they would have to send a video anyway. So I guess it depends. Yeah. Oh, that sounds really cool. Um, so do you know what college you're going to? Um, not yet. I haven't decided. Um, my t I think my top school right now um, is University of Vermont. I think I want to go there. Yeah. So like besides wanting to go to college, like specifically for music, what were like the other characteristics you were looking for in a program? Yeah. Um, specifically in the music program, I think faculty, um, I was really looking for, um, you know, a percussionist that like is into what I'm into, like whether that be fusion, jazz, um, and also like um, directors that I sort of have a rapport with, like the the guy from Boulder, the jazz guy, we sort of, he like, you know, we started talking and then we like talked for two hours and we couldn't like, like remember what we were doing. So definitely that. And then also um, some colleges, they have like uh, private lessons for um, people in the major. And I, I, I'm interested in that. And also like access to all the music facilities and um, practice rooms and stuff. I was definitely looking for all that for a school. And also like um, how big the music scene is at the school in general, like do the other students come to watch or is there like places to gig in the town? I was looking for all that too. So yeah, I definitely think like um, University of Vermont is, is um, in Burlington and they have a pretty good music scene. So I'm interested in that. Yeah, that's that's good that you were thinking about all these different things because I feel like when I hear like someone's oh they're just going to college for music I feel like the only thing you're looking at is maybe um like what they're offering for the different instruments but I never realized yeah. that there were so many other aspects that were important. I feel um, like a lot of people like um, look for um, they want to like have the chance to find other musicians to play with and like maybe start a band. I think a lot of people think like that. Is that something you're interested in? Yeah, I think I want to find other people to play with because, I mean, I think the, the, the f most fun part is being able to perform and with other musicians. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. So finally, do you have any um, recommendations for people who might want to listen to jazz music or do you know any like mainstream songs that incorporate jazz into them that you think are cool? Okay, that's an interesting question. Um, hmm. we're to start in jazz. I think definitely starting with um, maybe more like, I mean, there's a lot of like funk and jazz in like pop music, you know, like, you know, Stevie Wonder and then also soul music and stuff. Um, so like starting there is cool. Um, 
I don't know. I think you probably want to start with the classics. So Count Basie, Duke Ellington, um, and uh, John Coltrane. They have very like classic style, um, early 20th century jazz stuff. Um, but that's very old fashioned. So like, you know, if you just want that raw, like original jazz sound, I'd go there. Um, but if you're looking for more like modern stuff and you want sort of maybe fusion type of stuff, there's like cooler bands like Owain. It's like sort of like a it's a jazz fusion band. And then like, for example, my, the drummer that I listen to, Ari Honig, it's definitely a really modern sound, um, like, you know, 1970s up. Um, he's got cool stuff. Who else? Um, oh, there's also a lot of this is like really interesting. This is sort of a niche thing, but a lot of J-pop has um, like ja jazz sounding things like, um, let's see. Uh, this guy. Oh, um, Ken uh, Kenshi Yonezu. He's got a lot of like different um, stuff. You know, he uses a lot of saxophone and stuff. I know a lot of people like, you know, saxophone. So that's cool. Yeah. Let's start there. Okay. Maybe I'll check some of those out and I'll tell you what I think. Sure. Yeah. I did not realize that there are so many different um, varieties to the genre. Let's I mean, yeah, it you. really just depends what you want. Um, there's so much. I'm not even the best person to ask because I listen to a lot of different things. So I'm kind of all over the place. So, yeah. No, I think I think those are solid. All right. Thank you so much for talking with me. Um, this is really interesting to learn more about. Thanks for watching this episode of The Muse. For more from The Muse, feel free to check out our page on Spotify or go to gunoracle.com to read other news articles from The Oracle. Have a great day.